0: Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. True love, it never fails, amen. And so this this, this word today is for somebody that you know, felt like, God, you know, I have been in a place, amen, that I have been believing God and standing in a place of love, but I felt like love has failed me, amen. Come on, anybody can be real with me and say, God, I felt like that love has failed, and I know your word says that love never fails, but God, I've been in places where I felt like God love had failed, and I wasn't even sure, God, that your love didn't fail me. If anybody really want to be real with me today, that God, it's times that I wasn't even sure if your love fail because I know I was standing in love amen so this this word is for those people amen so if that's where you are you in a good place on today come on somebody else say it again say true love it never fails amen true love never fails hallelujah glory to God so come on let's go amen as we're talking about the prophet Haggai and I love it because the, the prophets, you know, of old, they were just used by God in such an awesome way. They wasn't afraid to open up their mouth and to speak what thus saith the Lord, even when it wasn't popular, even when it wasn't, you know, what others wanted to hear. But we're talking, amen, about the children of God and so the children of Israel and how before uh before all of this what happened is that um, King Nebuchadnezzar he took them into captive into Babylon amen and, and, and at this time he destroyed the temple of Solomon and all the work that they had put in how beautiful the temple was but he destroyed the they destroyed the temple and then he took they took the people and took them into captive so even after that after they were let out of this place out of a place of being in captivity you know they began to got to them to go back to Jerusalem and to begin to build. And so that's where they are. And sometimes even that start over that, you know, because some of us, you know, when God came back and said, stand in love, we're like, oh my God, that means I got to kind of start back over. That means I got to regroup. I got to rebuild. And and that's what they were because the Lord took them out of that place of Babylon and then he brought them into a place where they had to begin to rebuild. Somebody say, rebuild and to restore. They was at a place where they needed to rebuild and to restore. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we can't be afraid of that place. And so what happened is that as God brought them back to this place of Jerusalem, He told He sent the word and He told them, He said, He said, I need you to begin to rebuild. And the scripture says that even as they begin to rebuild, they will begin to rebuild the altar. And what I I love is that they even though the time they were in captivity and to the time that God brought them into the place of Jerusalem, back out of that place of captivity, they did not forget those things that they were doing before. They did not forget the customs. They did not forget, it says that they were gathered together as one man in Jerusalem. So even as God brought them out, they still were able to come together in such a place of unity, amen? It wasn't like their love failed while they were in captivity. It wasn't like they gave up on themselves and on god in that place so when they came out of it it says that they begin to do their customs and their daily offering and their free will offering and you know those things that were required they begin to do those things on a daily so they did not lose those things and i was just talking to somebody on this week i said you know you got to create a routine And you got to create a discipline in your life and create a routine in your life. And sometimes you may think that God, that's unnecessary, but it really is necessary because I said, you know what, woman of God, what time you going to get up every day, even though you're not going to a job, you need to know what time you getting up. You need to know what time you doing prayer. You need to know what time you in your word, you doing a little exercise, know what time you going to go do a little walk, know what time you going to cook your dinner, know what time. And that may sound to somebody like that. That's too much. But the reality is that when you create that discipline in your life and you create that schedule, that routine in your life, come on, once you know something, you know it. Come on, somebody. And once God put that thing in you and you know it and you got it, even when the enemy comes to throw you off or he comes to distract you, you already know what you are doing. Come on, you already got this thing down. And I love it because they did not lose the routine. Come on, somebody. Say, "I I need to create a little bit of order in my life. Amen, I need to create a little bit more Order in my life amen because the truth be told a lot of times we're so out of order with things in our lives but even though they were in a place of captivity they did not lose the order of god come on somebody even when they were in that place of captivity and the enemy tried to teach them something else when they came out of that place they did not forget the order of god amen they did not forget about giving god an offering. they did not forget about giving god a sacrifice the word said they did duties that every day require. Come on, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm talking about what was required of them every day. That's what these people were doing when they came out of captivity. Amen. And so what God is saying to us is what is God required of you every single day? You ain't even in captivity. Come on. Hallelujah. I know you've been like, what passing some days. I feel like I'm in prison in my mind. Amen. But nobody got you chained down. Nobody got you, you know, got you in a place where where, 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 you know, they slaving you. Come on, glory to God. I, I understand it's some spiritual things that we fight in, but I'm talking about in the natural, there is nothing that's stopping you and holding you. And come on, that's why you got to create that thing in your life and say, God, I'ma discipline my day. Come on, somebody say it out of your mouth. Say, God, I'ma discipline my day. I'ma create a routine in my day. Come on, glory to God in my every day. Hallelujah. Come on. And the woman of God that I was talking to, she sent her, me her her schedule. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. She was like, on Saturdays, I ain't gonna do this right here, but on Sundays, I'm gonna do this right here. And I was like, yes, come on. That is what God is requiring of a lot of us from a lot of us, but the people of God, they understood, even as they came out of that place, they did not even lose those things, amen, say, God, I'm going to discipline my life a little bit more, amen, glory to God, and so what happened is that they begin to build, and when they built the foundation, they begin to praise God, they talked about how the men of old, we talking about the men of old, amen. I ain't, I ain't calling you old today, amen. But I'm just saying, amen. I'm talking about those that don't been standing in faith for a long time. I'm talking about those that, you know, go hard and know how to love real hard. I'm talking about those that don't know how to just give up when things get hard or difficult, amen. I'm talking about them. Those were the men of old. And they said that the men of old, y'all, they begin to praise God so loud. They begin to cry and weep. Before the Lord said that the people didn't even know if they were crying or if they were happy they didn't know because they begin to weep and they begin to cry and they begin to have a praise amen that the praise went out throughout all the land. Come on y'all. That the people I'm telling you it said from afar off that they could hear their praises. Hallelujah. It was just after the foundation. It was just after after they built it up a little bit. They began to praise God so much and so loud. But the thing was, it wasn't even about the volume. It was what was caught up in the praise. Come on, glory to God. Because y'all know when we praise God, it's not about our volume, it's not about how high we go. Amen. I, I know people always say, you know, like, you know, Pastor Trini, you know, on a normal. I'm very low, like I speak very kind of low a little, a little bit, a little bit, you know, I have usually kind of like down here, but when I get excited about something, you're going to know it, come on, so that's when I preach. I have no other choice because I am passionate about God. I'm excited about God. I'm excited about the word of God. If you catch me, I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about my children, or if I'm talking about something that I'm in love with, or I'm, I'm you know, sometimes y'all we get excited, talking about talk about food, amen. Glory to God. But whatever it is, amen. Wherever I get excited about something, amen, you can hear it in my tone. You can know when I'm excited. You're like, mm, she's she real excited about that because you can hear it. Amen. So it wasn't even about the volume. It wasn't that the people could hear them from afar off because of how loud they were, even though they weren't loud. But it was was caught up in the praise. Amen. They were so passionate. They were so grateful. They were saying, God, you know, you brought us out of this place of captivity and you even allowed us to even build the foundation. Come on, glory to God. Because what the enemy had destroyed and thought that he had destroyed forever, God had gave them the grace to be able to build this thing again amen and so come on even when we praise god y'all it's not about how loud we are when we begin to praise god it's about what's wrapped up in our praise come on say god it's what's wrapped up in my praise amen it's about god the gratefulness and the love that's wrapped up in my praise amen and so the people of god they begin to shout till it was afar off to the point that they adversary heard it I'm going somewhere. I'm going to get in my scripture in a minute, but I'm going somewhere. I just had to lead you into it, amen? And so what happened is that the, the adversaries, they heard them and they was like, oh, so they over there rebuilding? They they rebuilding the wall. They, they about to rebuild Jerusalem. They were so hot about this thing, y'all. I'm talking about to even one of the kings of the land wrote a letter. You know, somebody write a letter on you now. It's serious. Amen. Y'all y'all know about that. I'm, like, I'm gonna write a letter. They wrote a letter about them. Like, do you see them? They came, they want to rebuild, you know, they're gonna mess up what we're doing. Basically, they were saying, we don't want their God. We don't want what they've come to bring. So they were mad about. it. The adversary didn't want them to rebuild. The adversary didn't want them to keep standing in love. The the adversary didn't want them to go back to the word that God had promised them, amen. And so what happened is that it says that the adversary came to trouble them and to weaken their hands. He came to trouble them, to weaken their hands. So it says, and also they hired counsel so that they could frustrate them so they wouldn't do the purpose, amen. So they will frustrate their purpose. And I'm gonna get into my scripture, but I just want you to see this, is that the adversary got so mad because they came back to stand back on what God had said. That they said, they said, we, we gonna trouble you. And some of you right now, we're talking about standing in love and love never fails. Your love did not fail. You're struggling with standing back in love. You're struggling with saying, God, you know, I'm gonna, I, I know my love had not failed. you know, God, I'm so troubled, come on. They troubled them that they weakened their hands. Cause you know, when something is bothering you, you can't really work as hard. Anybody, anybody know, come on. I, I experienced that this, this year. I had never really experienced anything in my body or nothing like that before up to this year to when I was in an accident earlier in the year. And then I started throughout the year having different things which just happened in my body. And mid-year, I talked about it, how my shoulder, it went all the way from my neck to my shoulder. And I really couldn't use my hand. And still to this day, I kind of shake it a little bit to kind of use it. So I didn't really understand about when things are troubled in your body, how when you deal with ailments in your body, how it can almost make you want to give up y'all ain't trying to, try to hear me come on glory to God and you can hurt in your body and you'll be like I don't want to be bothered with absolutely nobody I don't want to do nothing come on don't ask me for nothing I barely even want to talk come on and I didn't never experience that until now I was like oh my god you know so when people you know different ones in the ministry that have been dealing with like back pain and different things for years I'm like god now I see where they were at now I see where that was you know little edgy And they really didn't want to, you know, I get it now because what happens is that, you know, when that thing is kind of troubling you, it will weaken you. It will weaken your hands to really do things that, you know, you need to do. You could be hurting and you will sit there and look at that like them clothes. Yep. Them clothes. They. They sure need to be full, but you know what? It ain't about to be big today. Come on. You can look at something and know something need to be done. Come on. But when you are troubled in that place, amen, it is hard to push past it to do it. And so I want to bring it home a little bit. We're talking about love because some of y'all are so troubled in those areas of love that it weakens your love. Uh-oh. Because some of y'all, your your love is real weak.
1: It, it ain't it ain't
0: strong. Come on. Your love is very weak. Come on. Glory to God. Like you know it is very fickle. It's very, you know, it got a real sensitive on and off switch. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I, I can't see y'all today, amen. But but y'all know exactly what I'm saying today. Hallelujah. That that your love got a, a on and off switch, and, and you know you ever had one of them switch uh, that just worn down the kids, just was turning on. So when you just touch it, it'll go off. That's kind of where your love is at, amen. And what the enemy does is to trouble you in the area where it comes to love. So it is so weak, amen. He understood. That I'm going to trouble the people so that I can weaken them. He understood. He said, I'm going to hire counsel. I'm going to hire those things, you know, people to speak to them so that it frustrate their purpose. Glory to God. Because some of y'all be so frustrated with love, you just hang up on it all together. Come on. Glory to God. Come on. It says to frustrate their purpose. You don't even understand that even where you're going in life and your purpose is connected with love. Come on. You can't even get to where God has called you to be without love. You can't preach without love. You can't prophesy without love. You can't give without, you can't serve without love. Come on, somebody. You can't have a marriage without love. You can't deal with your children without love. Come on, glory to God. Cause you can't deal with your children in anger and look for good response. Come on, say God, because what I really need is love. Amen. To get to this purpose. Amen. To get to the end of this thing. I do need love, glory to God. And so I just want to give that to you as we're talking about them. So you can kind of see where we are when we pick up in Haggai uh, chapter two, verse, verse three. I just want you to see how we got to this point. And so we got, to, as they got there and they began to build and they sent the word and told them to stop. And this is where God picks up. The Lord came and spoke a word to Haggai. And this is what he had to say to the people. He said, who is left among you? that saw this house in her first glory. First, I wanna stop there. He said, who is left among you? Come on. And like I said, this word is for the ones that know how to stick it out. Come on, I'm talking about the ones that, you know, will love you, like, you know, just to, to, the, to the wheels fall off. I'm talking about those people that will stick with you until the wheels fall off. Come on, I'm talking about those people that are stand with you in love, amen, and have not seen, felt like love had failed them and felt like, you know what, I'm given love, but I ain't giving that love back. Come on, I feel like, God, I love my children, but when they got older, God, you see what they doing? Come on, glory to God, like, God, you know what, I've loved in the relationship, but I didn't get it back. Come come on. And so this message is for you today. He said, who is left? Come on. Who is left that saw this thing in the beginning? He said, even after all these years that, you know, it's 66 years that y'all been in captivity, all of this, he said, who is left? Amen. Come on. Say, God, I'm still here. God, I'm still standing. God, I'm still here. God, I'm still in it. Amen. I want to give you a depth. I want to give you a meaning of true love. Glory to God, hallelujah. Because sometimes our, our our definition and our understanding of love is a little off sometimes. Amen. Hallelujah. So look at this. It says true love. I'm gonna give you this. It means that you have a that you have an unwavering, unbreakable, and unparalleled fondness and devotion for one for another person. Amen. Means that you have an unwavering, amen. Because when you when you truly love somebody, not to say you don't have days that you kind of struggle with, you know, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where you're just like, I'm I'm just gone. Come on, glory to God. I'm just, I'm just leaving. I, I don't love you no more. You know, I hate you now, you know, but then I love you again. Come on, y'all. We have to check that love. Amen. It says unwavering, unbreakable unparalleled, meaning that you can't even compare that love to anything else in your life. Amen. And so that is where God, that's the love that God wants to stand in. And if you are struggling to get there, you have to begin to break down. God, why do I waver in love? Can I pause there? Come on, God, why do I waver in love? Why God, when I'm supposed to love people, I'm not talking about the people that's not good for you. I'm not talking about your, uh, your first boyfriend, you know, I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about the people you're supposed to love. Amen. I'm talking about the people that God placed in your life, the people of God. Come on. Your, your, you know, your spouse, your children, come on. Those that God has brought together for you. Come on. Even your relationship with God. God, why do I waver so much? Come on. That's a good question, y'all. Why do I keep wavering when it comes down to love? Come on, why God do I always want to break the love? That's for you all breakup sakes. Amen. that that's Steady trying to break up with somebody. I, I broke up today. Come on. You always break it up with somebody. Y'all know what. your last relationship come on you don't go into a new relationship but people do it all the time like you know well yeah this person is good to me but my ex used to buy me jewelry all the time but your ex bought you jewelry all the time but your ex used to always cuss you out too, you know, yeah, all that stuff, but you forgot about that, but see, the enemy will have you compare those things, you know, and so that's not true love, and you have to say, God, I really want to dig into why do I waver in love, God, why am I always ready to break off in love, you know, God, why always, you know, some of you, you know, they call it ghosting, you know, you'll ghost the saints, you'll ghost the people of God, you, you go, you know, you just ghost people, they be calling they be checking on you, they come, you know, they trying to find you. They trying to text you, you know, and you just ghosted people. Come on, not us, not us, not us, amen, not us, not us, amen. And you can't just ghost people, you know, you can't just. And so you got to say, God, you know, because that's not true love. Come on, and we really got to work towards true love. That's the love that God wants us to stand in, amen. I'm talking about a devotion for another person. That means that place of loyalty, that means I'm devoted, I'm in it, come on, that means I'm committed into the relationship, and I really want you to really think about, God, how many relationships that I'm really committed into? Uh Uh-oh. How many, God, can I count on one hand how many relationships I'm really committed to? Am I really committed to my relationship with God? Come on. Or I'm always ready to y'all, that's not a good place. Come on, I've been there, y'all. I listen, I've been there for God to come and speak to these people. I know. Amen. I've been in a place in my salvation, my walk where I was like, God, you know, every other week I was saying I was gonna put in my resignation. I said, God, I I resided. I am like, where you going? You know, I'm like, God resigned. next week. But let's come on, y'all know what I'm saying. Some of y'all go to work, be resigned. he be ready to resign every 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 Friday. No, on the Monday. I'm sorry. Every Monday because you be tired on Monday. Every Monday you're ready to put in your resignation. I'm going to resign this week. Come on. And so, no, you know, God is saying, God God really had to deal with me. He said, you got to deal with this stuff. You got to deal with why you always ready to resign. Why you always ready to put in your notice. Come on. Glory to God. Why you always ready to break off. Come on. Glory to God. And so when he was decaying that he was dealing with these people, y'all, And he said, Who is left among you? Who is still standing in that place of true love? Who is still standing in expectation? Come on, glory to God. Who is still standing in expectation? Amen. He said, Because look at what he said. He told him, He said, He said, If you have seen, he said, And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes, comparison of it as nothing? He said, You know, looking at it from then, When you had the temple and Solomon built the temple until now, he said, how are you really looking at this thing? Because God knew they wasn't looking at it the right way. God knew that, you know, they were looking at it as God, you know what, we, we got this before it got destroyed, you know, and they still, they was looking at it the wrong way. And God is saying, how are you looking at your relationship? How are you looking at your love with God? How are you looking at, you know, the things that God has put in people that God has put in your life? How are you really looking at this thing? Come on. God was checking their perspective. God was checking. He was checking this thing. He said, how are you looking at this? Amen. Glory to God. And so we got to understand that, you know, even as God was dealing with them, he said, you got to, uh, uh, he said, even in your eyes, comparison as is of nothing. I'm going to verse four and it says, yet now be strong. Oh, it's the river bell, saith the Lord. And be strong, O oh Joshua, the son of jo- Jodesh and the high priest. And be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord. And work, for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. And so what happened is that the Lord began to tell him to be strong. He said, I know where you are. Come on, I know where you are. He said, but what I need you to do is to be strong. And as I begin to look up strength, strength. Strength is defined as the emotional or the mental qualities necessary in dealing with difficult or distressing situations. It's the emotional or the mental qualities that is necessary with dealing with difficult and distressing situations. And so, what happens is that what God was telling him, he said, Y'all are in this place. And you started to build. And because, you know, your adversaries came to trouble you. And because, you know, your adversaries begin to speak these things to you. Come on. I'm going to say this too as I'm talking about speaking things to you. Is that some of you, you, you have failed in love based off of what people have said to you. Come on, sometimes you can't go off of what big mama them said about love. Sometimes you can't go back to what what, what granddaddy told you about love. Come on, hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, we want to go off of what people say about love. You have to go to what God says about love. Amen. We got to go back to the word of God. Amen. And not by what people have told us because some of y'all, because of what your mama said, because of what your grandmama said, and I know you love them, but because of what your uncle said, come on, how to treat women, you know, and, you know, let me tell you about these women, you know, he done told you all this crazy stuff. And then now you're trying to outlive what you were told about love. Come on, you're never going to love, you know, love don't, it ain't even worth it. It ain't going to, up to nothing. Come on, hallelujah. You know, we used to say, God, I'm so tired of looking crazy, God. I'm so tired. And and the Lord had to deal with us and say, stop saying you're so tired of looking crazy. You got to begin to speak that God, love is not crazy. Come on, the things that I'm going after, it's not crazy in my life. Amen. It doesn't look crazy in my life. Amen. And so, you know, you have to be so careful about what you even heard and what you're even speaking, what you're allowing yourself to hear. Amen. Because you don't even understand that the any will be on an assignment so that you can hear certain things and distract you off of loving. Come on, glory to God. And to stand in that place of faith. Amen, hallelujah, glory to God. So what happened, hallelujah, what happened here is that, you know, he said to them, he said, I need you to be strong. Amen, I need you to be strong. Strength is, is that emotional Emotional and that mental, that's necessary. But what is funny is that, you know, when we get in situations, right? That's very difficult. When we're faced with things that are very difficult, the first thing, come on, when things are tough, come on. The things are tough. Our emotional and our mental, come on, those are the things we, when they just get worn out quick. Come on, glory to God. As soon as something troubling come along, emotionally you give out come on as soon as you are troubled in the place of love emotionally you give up you give out right that means i can be present my my physical body can be present but my emotion come on glory to god has a closed door some of y'all will close the door lock it, put chains on it, come on, and everything else, amen, and, and you will close off those emotions immediately, come on, hallelujah, I, I know I'm not by myself, amen, glory to God, I talk about put a chain on it and everything, like God, I don't even, I, emotions are shut down, amen, but a lot of times that's the first thing, or uh, mentally, mentally, you know, your mind, you challenge, you know, you just kind of just, you know, Your mind everywhere. You're thinking all kind of crazy stuff. You know, they don't, they don't love me. I don't, you know, and this emotional and mentally you're gone. Come on, hallelujah. anybody know what I'm saying today? Come on, just really think about it. Say, God, when I'm troubled, come on, what what thing do I deal with first? Come on, some of us is both emotionally and mentally, but some of you, you know, really identify today and say, God, is emotionally where I shut down? Come on, is it mentally where I just get all crazy? My mind just go everywhere. I say all kinds of stuff. Come on, I start thinking crazy. Come on, that's why you need people in your life to say, don't think like that. Glory to God, hallelujah! We can't be. Can you be that mature? Come on, glory to God, not just for yourself. But for somebody else, amen. When you say, wait a minute, don't think like that because I ain't what I'm saying to you now. I love you for real now. You know, I'm not trying to push you away now. Wait a minute. Come on, sometimes we got to be that voice, not just to ourselves, but also to others. But it's so important that you can do it to yourself so that you can do it to other people, amen. So that you can say, no, wait a minute. No, no, come on back, you know. And so what happens is that God is telling them, he said, be strong. Why is he saying that, saints? He's saying that because he know emotionally and mentally they are strained. He knows that where they are right now, they just, they ain't doing nothing. They ain't building nothing. They ain't picking up no tools. They doing nothing. Come on, glory to God. Come on. They ain't picking up no tools. This the tool. Your word of God. Amen. And they, you know, your tool is prayer. Come on. They ain't picking up no tools. Amen. They not reaching for nothing. They're not using the things that the work, the thing that God has put in their hand to do. God said, that's why you gotta be strong. What God is saying is your strength comes from within. It comes from God. Come on. Hallelujah. Because that I got God on the inside of me. So that means that God, when I get to a point, come on, I'm trying to help somebody today because you might have been struggling on this week. Come on. You might have been struggling on this morning. You might have been struggling and saying God, my mind almost feel crazy. My mind is all over the place. Come on, God. My emotions are not intact. God, I feel like I want to cry every other second, God. I just want to cry and give up. But I want to tell you today, even when you don't don't have the strength I want you to know that God is on the inside of you and so what God tells us he said you got to pull from the strength that is within come on somebody say God I'm gonna pull from the strength come on that's in me the strength that you have placed in me come on glory to God that's why people can't understand that what you do what you do people don't get it how you keep standing in love people don't get it how you haven't given up because of the strength that's on the inside of me come on it's God that's on the inside and I have to Pull from that strength. Come on, from the power of his might. That's the strength that I got to pull from. Come on, be strong in the Lord. Come on, and from the power of his might. And so we have to pull from the strength of God. Come on, hallelujah. I pray that you can pull from the strength of God today. Glory to God. And so we have to begin to pull from him and not disconnect from him. And, and, you know, even as I was studying this, I said, God, you know, you were telling them in the scripture, you know, you wasn't just talking just to the people. He made it point pointed out to everybody. So Riverbell was the, was the leader. He was the governor. So he was talking to him and then he was talking to Joshua, which is the priest. He was talking to him. Then it was talking to the people. So I love God because he didn't leave nobody out. He was saying, you know what? We all been through this together. Come on, you think that your leader ain't been through it too? You don't think that because you're standing in love that maybe your husband ain't been through it too? Do you think, because God, you know, I felt like I've given a lot of love. You don't think that your sister, your brother in Christ been giving it to, he was, he, he was addressing everybody. He wanted them to know that even the governor and even the priest and even the people of God, we all been standing in love together. Come on. We all been in this thing together. We all been trying to go in the place of love and felt that place of failure. Come on. Glory to God. He was saying, we all in this together. Hallelujah. Come on, say God, we all in this together. Come on. It is no just you. You know, sometimes we feel like God, we I give love, but ain't nobody else giving love. And let me let me address that because the reality is that you don't know how the stand that Joshua gave, it may not be the same way, it might not have looked the same way. As the governor said, come on, you don't know what he gave, you don't know his sacrifice with God. You don't, you don't know. Come on, glory to God. You know, sometimes we're looking at that. Somebody got the love the same way that I love. If your love don't look like my love, then you ain't really giving love. Come on, I, I know I ain't by myself with y'all. Yeah, I, I know I ain't by myself today. Come on. If you don't give it like I give love, come on, then you ain't really giving the love. Amen. And we don't think we we will feel like love has failed because prime example come on you know they talk about women you know uh women talk we love to talk come on we raising little women some, some of y'all that are raising little women know what i'm talking about boy they can talk i would be like god they be talking lord and i mean they can go they can go they can go amen they start young they're there hallelujah but i thank god amen for them talking let them keep talking lord i them mean, them talk than not to talk amen and so they say, oh, women, we love to talk. We love to communicate. We love, we love, we love whatever. And we love to talk. And so sometimes even, you know, when you can say, well, God, you know, I love talking it through. I want to talk it out. Come on. That's how, you know, I show it. I talk it out. Come on. But It may be that man that don't like to talk like that. He might not be a talker like that. He may just be, I'm going to show you. Come on. It may be just, I show you through the way that I pay the bills. I show you through the way that I, you know, I do things for you around the house. I show you through this. I show you through that. But then if, if that person is not giving you how you give it, come on, you can easily say, well, they ain't showing no love. You ain't showing no love. He's like, what are you talking about? I was showing love. You remember what I did, you know. And so, a lot of times we get stuck there because we don't. We want somebody else to show love the way that we show love. Come on, glory to God. We want people to give as we give. That's why it's so important to talk about the uh, uh, the love languages. You know, I asked the saints. I said, "What's your love language?" Because I don't think it's it should stop in between. A man and a woman. I feel like we all need to know each other's love language. I asked him, you know. That phrase uh, a happy wife, a happy life. We don't know. Like everything, he gotta just make you happy. You know, every he just gotta encourage you all the time. He's gotta do whatever you want to do all the time. The devil is a liar. That that ain't God, That ain't true love. Come on, and that's not balance. Amen. That's not of God. That it's just all about. Then that person is miserable trying to make you happy oh lord help us today god hallelujah glory to god hallelujah amen that person is miserable trying to make you happy and vice versa amen and so the same word the same thing that you would need if you need an extra encouragement if you need a gift every now and then if you need come on you got to give it the same hallelujah because we all somebody said we all still in this thing together amen we all in this day together amen we all in it together so look at this amen Let's go on. Amen. Hallelujah. he said, y'all, he said, you got to be strong. He said, because you got a work to do. And verse five, it says, according to the word, that I have covenant with you. When you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remained among you, fear ye not. And I love this because the Lord went all the way back. He didn't even went back to Babylon. He went all the way back to Egypt, Amen. I'm like, God, you took it way back. He said, remember what I told you all the way in the beginning? Come on, remember what I told you when I first saved you all the way back there? I'm not talking about the last thing that it happened, the last thing y'all had to fight through. I'm talking about all the way back. He took them back to that. He said, remember what I said to you when you came out of Egypt and what the Lord was telling them? He's saying the word is still good. Come on, my promise it's still good, but I promise you, amen. He He was letting them know that the, the covenant that I made with you, I love it because he began to speak the covenant. He began to speak the words that he had promised to them. That's why it's so important for us. You know, we just came out of word world. That's why, when I always go back to it because even when we're talking about the promises of God, you know, you you got to go back to even the things. You know people say, when you get married, it's good to go back and look at your old pictures in the beginning when y'all got married or look at your vows, you know, and all of that. That's good to do that because you remind yourself of what you said in the beginning and what you did in the beginning and how that felt in the beginning. Amen. Remember that covenant that you had back then. So when you're going through the tough times and the times of trouble, you can go back to that. Amen. And God reminded them, even God did that. God reminded them all the way back to the beginning of what he said. And so God spoke that. Come on. And some of you just need to speak. You need to speak the covenant. Come on. You need to speak what God has promised. Amen. You, if, 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 if you believe in God for marriage, you got to say, God, I don't know what you said about this. Come on. If you believe in God for the children, you say, God, I believe, God, this is what you said. Go back to what God said about your children. Amen. And how he said he's going to save them and deliver them. You have to go back and speak that thing. If God had to speak it, you don't think you got to speak it? If God had to go back and pull back the, the, the covenant and what he said, you got to do it too. Amen. and he reminded them, he said, I want you to know, remember this. I love this thing because what God was telling them is that my standpoint never changed. And I want you to know God's standpoint never changed. You changed. Come on, your perspective of change in the middle of it. Come on, the love haven't failed you. Come on, it hasn't failed you. His stand hasn't changed. Your perspective changes. Come on, glory to God. Your judgment on things may have changed. The way you see things, your actions have changed. Come on, glory to God. And a lot of it is sin. Get in the middle of it. Yeah, I do want to talk about that. Amen. His standpoint ain't changed, but you have you, you have done some sin. In the middle of it, come on, glory to God, there was some sin. Because y'all know sin, what it does, it separates us from God. You know, people say, well, you know, God is a forgiving God. He is a forgiving God. But the truth is, sin separates you from God where that closeness come on glory to god you will feel like you failed. you will feel come on hallelujah anybody ever seen and felt like they failed come on you failure will failure will be on me i ain't got no people that's real you, y'all won't be real with me today come on glory to god where, where failure will come in and then you'll say god really don't love me because i failed god come on but i want to tell you today hallelujah glory to god yes the sin did bring a separation between you and God. But just like God came back to the people, He was letting them know the love did not fail. That's what He's telling them. It did not fail. God's love did not fail. Even through the midst of all of that, His stand still stayed the same. I would just give God a praise right there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Because the words that God spoke about my life, come on. Hallelujah. It's still good for me. It's his stand for me did not change. Come on, what God promised me, it still did not change. Glory to God. He was trying to make it good. Can, can I tell y'all this? It was almost like God was trying to make it all right with the people. Come on, glory to y'all. That, that's true love. That, that is true love. Right? Let somebody I'm talking about when people don't do right or they've done wrong you or you're upset with them. You don't want to go and make it all right with them, do you? You're like, I'm, they better come and make it right with me. Come on, I'm not about to make it right with them. But True Love said, "I'm gonna go to you, and I'm gonna make it all right with you." And that's what he was doing for the people. Come on, True Love. Come on, some of y'all, you sitting there, if you got off awesome with people, you're not talking to family members. Come on, it's a year that went by, it's months that went by, and you, you got these off awesome with folks. <clears throat> You go make it right. Come on, he was making it all right, but the people, y'all, come on, hallelujah! It. Can- This last night. Um, Pastor Lincoln is in town. He's here in, in Florida, amen. And so it's good to see him, amen. And talk with him a little bit last night. And he was just talking about how when he loves somebody, he loves them. You know, the situation, even if in situations change and our perspective may change, and we may grow and it, we may go different. But my love for you, because if I love you for real, for real, I'm talking about that true love that I was talking about earlier. My love, my stand for you don't change. Because my love for you is so real, it don't change. Come on, somebody. It never changes. And that is the type of love that God want us to have for people. That my love, my stand for you doesn't change. Come on, glory to God. And so the Lord told him, he said, so my spirit remain among you. Fear ye not. He said, my spirit has remained with you the whole entire Time, amen. Hallelujah. And what God was doing, He was just reconfirming, amen. He was reconfirming with them, amen, the word of God that was on their lives. He was reconfirming, amen, what He said concerning them, you know. And and what happens is that, you know, God was just letting them know, like, even when you feel like love might have failed you, where you gave God a praise, come on, these people gave God a praise to that praise was heard afar of off come on and god and, and the people came and said don't y'all touch another tool don't y'all do nothing don't y'all build again and god had to come and say what are you doing what are you doing why are you letting this thing trouble you so bad that you didn't pick back up your tools what are you doing come on glory to god Don't don't be like Elijah in that cave. You got to get out of that cave you hiding in. Come on. He allowed this thing. He allowed just about to run him into the cave. Come on. And you can allow this thing to run you off and to to, to make you say, God, you know what? I don't even want to do it anymore. God is saying no. He said, I got to remind you. And I got to reconfirm with you what I have called you to do. And then, and what I, don't worry about what other people are telling you to do don't worry about what they are saying don't even worry about what you are he said you got what i am telling you to do amen and so look at this i'm about to end verse six and verse seven i'm actually going to read it together it says for thus saith the lord of hosts yet once it is a, a it is a little while that i will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land and i will shake all the nations and the desire of all nations shall come and i will fill this house with glory say the Lord of hosts, amen. And so when he began to tell them, he said, I'm gonna come and I'll begin to shake up things, amen, hallelujah. The time has come. And so even I just wanna minister to you that even when you look at things, when you look at love and it looks like time has went by and that you can be believing for something and you don't see it and so much time go by, you will immediately feel like, well, God, this is not gonna happen. Or, God, that it failed or I didn't put enough into it. Maybe I didn't love hard enough or maybe I did fast hard enough or maybe I just didn't believe hard enough. Amen? And so you will feel like things have failed because of time. Come on, time can be our enemy because if we're so focused on time and then we miss, he said, yeah, in a while. God didn't even tell them specifically what day. Come on, he didn't tell them exactly when. He said, yeah, it's just a little while. He was telling him, you know, don't get so moved by the time. Come on, it's going to come. It's not, it's not going to tarry. He said, you know, wait, he says it's going to tarry, but wait on it, you know, but it's not going to tarry. It's going to come in the appointed time. What God wants to fulfill in your life is going to come in the appointed time. So in the meantime, God, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep loving God. I'm going to keep standing in love. Come on, wait. In the meantime, God, I'm going to keep my faith there. I was telling somebody, it is very difficult when you're ready to give I've been there where I want to give up on a job before. And God would tell me, no, every day you go in there, you go in there with a smile on your face. You go in there, you work real hard. Come on, glory to God. You give it your all. You give it your 100% until I open up the door for you something else. And sometimes that's the hardest thing. I used to want to be like, I'm going to be late and I don't care. You know, I ain't really giving it all I wish people got, start asking me anything I'm just doing a do the minimum Leave me alone, you know, I done been that, Y'all been there, me, y'all been, been there And God would deal with me And he'll say, you know what, and the more you do that The more it's going to extend your time The more you keep being like that The more I'm going to keep, and I said, God no, I said, double, no, you a liar Because I not out, come on, hallelujah Glory to God, I want my extension to be Because God gave me a good extension Come on, somebody, not, not, not extension Cause I'm not to work for me. You know them good extensions. So people are like, you know what, you ain't got to pay and will Give you an extension. Come on, but God to give you an extension. God to say, you know what, I'm gonna give you more time to get it right. I'm gonna give you more time. Come on, glory to God. And, but but I don't want that. God gonna extend time for me. That it's a bad thing, Amen. And so we want to make sure that you know, even as you know, we're we're, we're standing, Amen. We gotta know time amen, that there is an appointed time, he said, I will shake the nation, and the desire of the nation shall come, he said, I'm going to shake it all, he said, I'm going to shake the man and everything, you know, and I'm like, God, you know, some of y'all feel right now, Lord, Lord, you, it's already been shaken up, anybody know what I'm saying, God, it feel unstable land right now, God, I'm just trying to give a bearance together, God, I'm just, Try to stand outside the ground, Lord. I feel sick every day. Amen. And so some of you know when the Lord is like, I'm shaking up things. Some of you, God is shaking up things in your life. Come on, he'll shake up stuff. Amen. And, and so, y'all, we still got to stand. Amen. After we've done all that we can do, we still got to stand. Amen. We can't say, well, God, you know, you're shaking up things. But, you know, God, I want to give up because, God, it's, it's not stable enough. But what God is saying is that when I'm shaking this up in your life, it's for a reason. It's for a purpose. It's something else going to come from this. Amen. And so the Lord understood that the way that they were going, they could not keep going the same way. He understood that I got to do something different for these people because they have been standing. They have been trusting me. They have been in a place of faith. But now I got to shake things up. Come on, so I can do something different. Your shakeup is not a failure because God is doing it in a different way, doesn't mean you fail. It doesn't mean that love has failed. Come on, just because God is doing something different and God is doing something new, come on, don't put the equal sign to that, it is failed. That means that God is just doing something new. God is transitioning you, it's a purpose. Something at the end of this thing is gonna be greater than where you are. Come on, glory to God. It does not mean that you have failed, hallelujah. I just wanna say that, amen, because I truly believe that's where the people were at the people were struggling come on but God said I'm gonna shake everything up I'm gonna shake up all nations come on I'm gonna, I'm gonna shake up everything come on glory to God even the desires of all nations shall come amen he's saying you know what you know listen that's why you can't put your faith in nothing else but him he's saying, oh, all nations gonna come they all will come back to me they all going to come back to me. Come on. Sometimes people are worshiping all this stuff, worshiping, you know, the the universe and they worshiping all these things. Baby, at the end of the day, all that stuff still got to turn around and they got to worship the Lord. It still got to worship God. Amen. So you might as well just keep your worship in the right place. Amen. Continue to keep your praise and your worship lifted up before him. He said, because all nations, they still going to come to me. Come on. Glory to God. It's still gonna end. Come on, this thing beginning in love. It's still gonna end in love, amen. So you might as well just stay in that place with God. He said, "All nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory," said the Lord, Lord of hosts. He said, "I'm gonna fill this," and and the reason why he had to tell them this, but he was telling them, he said, "I'm gonna fill in the gaps," because remember they went from the temple, Solomon's temple. That was a beautiful cathedral. I mean, it was beautiful. To now they're trying to build something that was already built. They already know it's good. And now they got to do it all over again. But what God was telling them is that I'm going to fill in the gaps. Come on, somebody say, God, you're filling in the gaps, God. God, you're filling in the gaps. God, God is filling in the gaps. Amen. He said, I'm going to fill this house. I'm going to do this. Amen. Because what he understood is that when you know something is good already, and then now, you know, you got to build back up to it, you know, you know, it it can be very discouraging. But God said, I'm going to fill the house. I'm going to fill in the gaps for you. You know, where you might have said, God, you know, I know how it's supposed to be. Anybody else know what I'm saying? Like, God, I know what it's supposed to be like. I know, God, what my walk with you supposed to be like. God, I, I don't know everything, but I, I do know, God, what it's supposed to, you know, what it's supposed to kind of look like, God, when I'm in that place on fire for God. Come on, and doing the things of God. I know where the ministry should be. I know, God, where my, my life, my, 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 my family, I know where I want that to be. Come on, anybody with me today. And hey, God, I know where this thing's supposed to be, God. But what God is saying is that, I'm going to fill in the gaps. I'll fill in the gaps. I'll get you to that place. He said, I'm going to fill the house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. That is going to be me. The only way that this thing can be done is through God. That's what he was telling him. It's going to be through me. Come on, it's through my glory being revealed. I, re- I revealed my glory before, but I'm going to reveal my glory again. Come on, I'm about to end, y'all. But look at this in verse eight. He says that the silver is mine and the gold is mine, said the Lord of hosts. Once again, I believe that the Lord had to tell them this because now they're back at a place where they had the silver and the gold and they had all these beautiful things. And now, you know, and now they don't have all this stuff. And what God was having, he was letting them know, you know, the silver and the gold, it belongs to me anyway. And so this is for somebody that say, God, you know, you know, we talk about money and we talk about things and God, it doesn't look like God, the things, God, when I've been standing, I don't see the things that I want to see. Come on. I, I know people get real deep a lot of times, like money don't matter to me. Things I don't care about, you know, and all that churchy stuff, you know, I, and, and and at the end of the day, they do care about it. Come on, glory to God. They, they, they when they got no money in their pocket, and they say, "Man, come on, did you did you got to hold up spirit?" Amen. And so what that tells us is that you know those things. He knew that these things didn't matter. It's not everything. It's not first. We seek you first, the kingdom of heaven, and all His righteousness, and then all other things are added unto us. So He understood that even the silver. And the gold, he knew, he didn't have to speak that to them. He did because he knew that it still mattered to the people. Come on, glory to God. He knew that those things still was a product, come on, hallelujah, of their faith and what they stood for and what they believe in God for, amen. And so he said, I'm going to let you know, even the silver and the gold, he said, they all belong to me, amen, hallelujah. Come on, he was telling them, no, you know what, you know, even everything that you need, financially come on i'm still going to provide it somebody should have just just received that come on you he he was letting them know everything that you need financially god I, i i'm a receiver amen everything he said the silver is mine the gold is mine come on he was saying everything that you need financially people of god they belong to me I'll give those things to you. Come on. God will bless you with those things. I don't know, Eli, like Pastor, I don't feel like love and, and money, it does. Well, they say let, let money, money, come, you know, uh, debt come in the front door and love go out the back window. Come on, you know that I'm so safe. You be saying, but listen, let let y'all begin to deal with money stuff. You have to fight to love one another. Come on, you have to fight to not, you know, to keep. Keep that thing going. If y'all have a bad attitude and y'all not falling out with each other, come on, over money. Let your money get funny. Come on. And you don't want to cry and give up on God. You know, I've been there, saints. I've been there. I remember, come on, about two or three years ago, I told God, I said, never again will I ever cry over money. I said, because you are God. I said, God, you own it all. And not another day will I ever cry over money. Because money would make me would make me cry. Come on, where when I couldn't, I couldn't pay stuff or stuff would be so. Yeah, Y'all would get sad. I'm like, oh God, just be like, Lord, this Lord, you know, I would just get so upset. And then God began to deal with me. Like, where is your faith, woman of God? You say you believe me. Come on, this is about just about three years ago. You say you believe me. He talking to these people that he delivered out of Egypt. He didn't got them out of uh, uh uh from King Nebuchadnezzar, he done saved them, he's saying. You know, you know who I am and you are worried about No, this this, the uh, uh my real estate fee was due the other day. I said, Oh Lord, this real estate fee is a lot of money. And I was like, God, you know, my 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 whole, you know, my attitude and everything started getting a little shift because I had to pay the 700 dollars for this fee. But I said, Mm-mm. God said, No, he said, but if you say you're gonna trust me, if you say you're gonna trust me, you're gonna be selling million-dollar homes. Why are you worried about a couple a little a couple of little six, seven hundred dollars? You shame me. He said, because you said that. I showed you and you said that. You said you were standing on that. So why are you move by a little bit a $100 when you already know what I'm going to do for you? And so, y'all, you know, that's where God wanted to, to, to bring the people back. He said the silver is mine. The gold is mine. It all belongs to me. Amen. I pray that helps somebody today, Lord. And so look at this. In verse 9, he said, and he said, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place, will I give peace? Said the Lord of hosts. What he was saying, to him, he said the later. He said the latter shall be greater. I know that what you see before, you know, I know it was great. He said, but I'm gonna do something so great, you know, in the people of God. Come on, it and, and and on the outside of the temple was beautiful, but this time God wanted to do it on the inside. God wanted to do a greater work even on the inside of them. So, God, when I'm standing in love, God, when I'm I'm not going to let love fail this time, because last time was about the way that it looked on the outside. But God, this time, God, it's about what's on the inside, that I'm a love. Come on. Glory to God. I'm a love. What what was the true love uh, of the death and the meaning of it? That God, I'm a love, you know, unparalleled God, It's not going to be. Um, wavering God, there you go. That that it means that God, it's not going to be unwavering, it's not going to be unbreakable, it's not, you know, going to be parallel to other things and comparing to other things and other people. And you know, God, you did it for them, and God, you didn't do it for me. I'm not going to do that, and my devotion is going to be there, God, because this time, God, the work was done on the inside. This is a greater work that God wants to do from the inside, not from the outside. Amen. Glory to God, it might have looked good then on the outside of the temple, but he said, people of God, I'm going to do this work on the inside of you. Amen. And so, come on, somebody just say, God, you're doing a greater work on the inside. Hallelujah. You're doing the work on the inside of me. Amen. That I really walk in a place of true love. Amen. not wavering not breakable, not comparing, unparalleled. Come on, I'm going to be so devoted. Come on, glory to God. I'm not going to... Act like I'm devoted. I'm not going to let my face look like I'm devoted, but my heart is not devoted. Come on. I, I, I'm I not going to smile like I'm devoted. But then on the inside, I'm mad and angry and not devoted on it. But God, this time, come on, somebody, just come on. let say, God, this time, Lord, God, you're going to do a greater work on the inside of me, Lord. Hallelujah, God. I'm going to let God do a work on the inside of me. And he said, it shall be greater. He said, the Lord said, oh, this place, I, he said, and it's going to be peace. Amen. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. So I just want to leave with you, even the, 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 the thing that, the last thing that God did that was great, God said, I want to even do greater. The, the latter house shall be greater than the former. What was the last blessing that God did? God wants to do even greater than that come on, his love has not failed. Come on, glory to God. He said, my love has not failed. It's gonna be even greater than what you what you got the last time, amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, say, God, I, I thank you for better. Come on, glory to God. I thank you for better. Come on, hallelujah. How God used you the last time. God said, I wanna do it even better, amen. Glory to God. And God wants to do these things in our life. He was telling them, it's gonna be even greater. But y'all, we gotta understand that our love has not failed. God love has not failed. Because you have put in the love, because you have loved people, because you have loved God, because you put in that love and you stood. Amen. It has not failed you. So you do not, you can't give up right here. Come on. God loved and God's love did not fail. He made it a point to let them know. I have not failed you. He said, because even the former thing, he said, that it's going to be the latter. It's going to be so much greater. Amen. It's going to be so much greater, even in the end. Amen. So true love, come on. It never fails. Hallelujah. Just give God a praise right where you're at. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God, this time I'm a walk in true love. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to be just standing in the God. It's going to be true love. It's going to be real God. This time, amen, hallelujah, as God continued to work on the inside of us, amen, hallelujah, that way this time it's going to be even greater. Why? Because it's not just going to be on the outside, it's going to be what's with the inside, come on, hallelujah, as God is building up our ministry, y'all. It's not just gonna be what's on the outside. It's gonna be what's on the inside. Amen. As God is building your family, hallelujah. It's not just gonna be about what people see on the outside, like, oh, that looks good. They look good. No, it's gonna be what's on the inside. Amen. That's why it's going to be greater. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchoffilla.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social, to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchoffilla.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.